We have no idea how our practice is supposed to unfold. And yet we have so many opinions about it. What we, what really our exploration is, is that Saito sometimes says, taking care of the awareness. This to me means really recognizing and understanding the experience of awareness, knowing that we are aware and recognizing when it gets lost, gets caught in something so that it's not functioning with awareness and wisdom. And it really is this very simple, 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 simple awareness that allows wisdom to arise, to be cultivated. If we're looking for something, if we think we know, we look, think we're supposed to have something, we're looking for something. The very act of looking can obscure what is there. And so in many ways in our, we've talked about this notion of seeing and looking in sight and hearing and listening in sound. There's a kind of a similar function or experience and awareness of receiving versus searching. as the practice unfolds. I think taking care of the awareness means more moving to that receiving place and trusting, trusting First, that awareness can receive what is there. 
even if it's confusing or if it's not clear, we can just know that. The mind can be very clear that it's unclear, that (laughs) it's a funny kind of clarity. Really to me this, this journey of practice feels like a deepening of trust. First we need to trust the teachings themselves. Learn to trust that the tools that are offered are helpful and we begin to get that feedback that it is actually helpful. Learning to trust that what it means for a I'll use the word defilement now, for a a defilement to be operating as a defilement and when it becomes just a mind state that's simply known and that that, the knowing is trustable. When we can be aware of it, that's trustable. And initially we are making what uh, Sado calls personal effort to do the practice. Trusting in the tools, trusting in the understanding that we've received to engage with our personal effort. Knowing when with discernment to, hmm, this is, uh, this reactivity is way stronger than mindfulness, so I need to step aside, I need to look at something else, take a walk, have a cup of tea, sit and look at the trees. So we learn deepening levels of trust and at some point the trust really has to has to be a trust in the letting go that trust in that we're not in charge <laughs> the idea that i know where this is going we have to trust more that wisdom knows where it's going and we're not in charge of wisdom And so there's an evolution of trust over the course of the practice. And we learn, I think too, the discernment. With discernment we begin to learn when to simply let go and trust. Nothing to do or undo. And when to trust the understanding that's arising, time to do. When it's time to bring in that personal effort to make a choice, 
over the course of our practice, I think we learn our own rhythms of practice, learn what's appropriate for us. And yet at some point, there's some kind of letting go that we have to get out of the way. We just have to get out of the way. This may happen for brief periods of time in our practice. Might be just for a particular period or but just this recognition of my conscious mind, my sense of knowing has, there's no idea, has no idea of what's supposed to happen and actually has no idea about what the next thing is going to be. And so we deeply step into not knowing We don't have any idea what the next moment is going to bring. If you think you have an idea of what the next moment is going to bring, there's a concept involved in that. A belief in a concept. At a very deep level, we do not have any idea what the next moment will bring. And at some point, we open into the trust of stepping into the unknown. It takes a courage and a letting go to have that trust. <laughs>